drinks as slowly as they nursed their failures. Oliver took the very last seat at the counter, away from the exuberant college kids who'd had an early start and were already fumbling at darts. The holiday held no attraction for the legions of fresh-faced hedge funders eager to show off their black American Express cards. In any event, the holiday only took cash. The holiday was a port in the storm for those seeking shelter, for no matter what happened outside its doors, bankruptcy, apocalypse, collapse, one could find comfort and solace with a drink at its bar. It was exactly what kept Oliver coming back. Just being at the holiday made him feel better somehow. The usual? the bartender asked. Oliver nodded, grateful and a bit flattered to have been recognized. It had never happened before, but then, up until a week ago, he had never visited with much regularity. The bartender slid over a tumbler of the holiday's famous whiskey. Oliver slammed back the shot, then another, and another. Drinking whiskey reminded him of how Schuyler once told him whiskey was the nearest to the taste of his blood, like salt and fire. His sadness was something he picked at, like the scabs on his neck. He liked to scratch them until they bled to see how much worse he could make them feel. He really should stop drinking whiskey. It reminded him too much of her. But then everything in the goddamn city reminded him of her. There was no escape. At night he dreamed of her, of their year together, of how they would sleep back to back. He would remember how her hair smelled after a shower or how her eyes crinkled when she smiled. In the mornings, when he woke up, he was a zombie, listless and anxious. She had left only a month ago and would not return. Not to him, at least. He had seen to that. He had practically given her away. Not that she was his to give, but she would never have left otherwise. He understood the extent of her loyalty, as it ran as deep as his own. He had done the right thing. He knew that. But it hurt nonetheless. It hurt because he knew she loved him. She had told him as much. It was just, just not enough. Just not the same way as she loved the other. Oliver didn't want to be second best, a consolation prize. He didn't desire loyalty and friendship. He wanted her whole heart. And knowing that he would never have it was a difficult cross to bear. If only he could forget about her but his very blood yearned for her, for her soft lips to kiss his neck, for the feel of her fangs as they pierced his skin and filled him with an overwhelming wave of contentment. Now his entire body was attuned to its loss. It grieved and mourned along with his soul. He raised a finger for still another poor. Easy there, cowboy, the bartender said with a smile. What is that, your fourth already? It's not even six o'clock. I need it, Oliver mumbled. For what? He shook his head, and the bartender moved to take care of her customers on the other side of the counter. Oliver fingered the card hidden in his pocket, tracing over the engraved words. It was a secret place that served humans like him, red bloods who had been abandoned by their vampires, human familiars who were now aching with need. He remembered his brave words to Mimi on the night they first visited the place, the false bravado he'd mustered. It was all a lie. 
He knew he would end up back there soon enough. He needed a fix, just one bite. It no longer mattered that Skylar would not be administering it. He just wanted to feel whole again. He wanted someone to make the pain go away, to help him forget. Of course, he knew the dangers, the risks, schizophrenia, infection, addiction, the possibility that after one night he might never want to leave. But he had to go. Anything was better than living with the terrible loneliness. He slammed back the shot with a vengeance, pounded the empty glass on the table, and signaled to the bartender again. Whatever it is you think you need that for, maybe you shouldn't do it, she said, as she wiped down the counter and gave him a cool once-over. The bartender had been working at the holiday ever since he had started sneaking in when he was in eighth grade, and Oliver noticed for the first time that she never seemed to age. She looked exactly...